0: You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Hello, hello, hello everyone out there. How y'all doing alright? How are you Uncle Moss?
1: Yeah, not too bad brother. What's going on? No, so? not
0: much mate. I see you figured out how to get music from your computer to the soundboard.
1: Yeah, I fucking figured out how to internet for once. <laughs> <laughs> it took you fucking long enough. It's Breath. been happening bro. Oh, not a lot. Just uh, finished work pretty early today and got a surfing after. Got a couple of sick waves and snapped my leggy and had to swim all the way back. Obviously, How far out were you? Oh, fuck, at least 150 metres. <laughs> <laughs> on low tide. On, on low tide, coming in on that bank, just getting pummeled. Oh. I'm a shit swimmer to, to begin with, and yeah. it just cooked me. Hey. I was on. had to sit on the beach for five minutes. <laughs>
0: the worst part is when you swim past everyone on boards, and they're like, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we did, a, we did a gym session on Monday, and my, I cooked my shoulder. I don't know what I've done with it, but it's just... Been playing up on me for the last couple of days So I'm going to be steering away from um, peck flies from, from from now on Yeah,
1: shoulders are the instinct to be hurting at the minute, eh? Hey? Mine's cooked still I mm. just can't get it right
0: Well, James was in here with us on Monday And he had a sore shoulder too, eh? Hey? True mm. So that's three of us
1: <laughs> We're all doing the same <laughs> shit in here Maybe we're doing something wrong, eh? Hey?
0: Yeah. right everyone um, We're just going to switch gears on today's episode And just um, dive straight into it And we've got our first guest, Mark I'm just going to get Mark to introduce yourself, mate Go for it
2: Cheers, boys uh, My name's Marcus Rigardo I'm uh Local lad from Carrington in Newcastle. Um, yeah, met Chris for uh, working in the painting industry, and he asked me to jump on, and tell a bit about my story. Got a bit, bit of a unique story and a bit of a good background and bad background. So, um, sort of turned my life around in in the last two years, and mm. yeah, looking to dive into that and yeah, share a bit of um, yeah, a bit of knowledge about that.
0: Mm, shed a bit of light on some of the darker points of your life. Yeah,
2: hundreds. Hectic. It's pretty good that you can
1: come on stuff like this mm. and you know want to talk about it and stuff. A lot of people just put that to the back of their memory and just yeah, 100%, you know, put it think, in a vault
2: i think for me um vulnerability mm. now and like i own own what i did and mm. it doesn't didn't define who i am now yeah that's right um but you know i had to do a lot of work the last couple of years to get to where i am now you know lose a bit of that guilt and shame and stuff like that yeah. so um but no, I'm fucking, yeah, blessed to be here, very yeah. humbled that you asked me to come on. No, um, nah, it's I'm good, mate. Can you get into it.
0: It's good, mate. Could be plenty of people out there who end up listening to this that could get something out of it. Yeah. Great.
2: Nah, cheers for coming on, take the time out of your day and that.
0: So first up, um, we'll dive into something topical. How's uh, coronavirus affected your life and what are you? What are your thoughts upon the whole thing?
2: Uh, not too, to be honest, I, I was a bit, uh, I think the un- the, uh, for me, the unknown, the unknown like, fucking rattles me, you know, and um, especially just, I just started a business about eight months ago so i didn't know sort of where that was going and um in a, in a uh, healthy relationship and um moved moved up to and all that sort of new but mm. um and i you know got kids and stuff yeah. like that as well so it was just that unknown stuff but it hasn't really affected me too bad um mm. so like work wise family wise like life wise it hasn't really affected me too bad i um suffer from b- like bipolar so mm. like my mental health I sort of had to twinge a couple of things. Yeah. I, got, I got stuck in a in a mindset where I was eating shit food, yeah. not exercising. There's no gyms open, you know, mm. just stuck in that. Well, fuck it, I'm going to eat shit. I can't train. I can't mm. do that. So I had to switch that. But I know, like my, my, my bit of my um, thinking just ebbed and flowed here and there. Yeah. And um, but you know, well, I, I'm I'm going all right. You know, yeah. I'm um getting through it. So. so
1: when um when did you find out? Like when did you get actual
2: diagnosed with bipolar what it would have been about two and a half years ago like obviously dive into the other stuff that you know I I was doing to sort of neglect Mm. my mental health and um but I I got diagnosed about two and a half years ago and I probably the last two years I've been medicated for it and um which I can comfortably say that because it probably changed my life once I fucking started to take that shit like real serious you know and um I jumped on the medication and, and like I didn't really even look into what it was, you know, but it's in my family as well. You yeah. know, i got family members that suffer from um, depression and, and, and stuff like that. So once I sort of started taking it a bit serious and, um, t- like, I, you know, I was comfortable with yeah. it, I, and I and I'm pretty lucky. I have got a really good doctor that's fucking stuck by me the last mm. four or five years. So mm. it's all about maintenance, isn't it? you Yeah, know, You 100%. got a bad,
0: you got a bad knee. You got to, you know, got to go through the physio. You got a bad mental health state. You got 100%. to, you got to, you got to make sure you tick all the boxes. And yeah, you know, I've had my own battle with that sort of stuff too. And I found just talking to someone's a good way, to, oh. good way to vent and get stuff off your chest. For sure,
2: for sure. I think mm. like I talked about before, you know, just that vulnerability being yeah. okay to reach out if you know p- more fucking picking up the phone you know as simple as picking up the phone for me these days if i'm struggling i pick up the phone and have a conversation with someone like to get at it like i got told you know the best way to get out of your own head is to get into someone else's and it oh, fucking yeah. works you know yeah of course like um so you know i i just do everything that i got told to do and um it's been working for me the last couple of years so mm. I'm not going to change that in a hurry. Nice, yeah, nice. No, just before we dive too much into that, um, just take it back a little bit and tell us a little bit about your upbringing and stuff. Yeah, I heard out sure. there said so you played for the Maggots and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> so I played well. there for them when I was a bit younger. I was, like I said, I was born and bred in Carrington. Yep. yep. Um, just with my mum. I uh, like I'm half Filipino, half Australian, and um, I've never met my dad before. He. Um, Left when I was three years old, and I yeah, didn't get a chance to meet him. And um, my mum suffered from um, alcoholism, and oh, okay. um, she was like a, a like heavy gambler. So, um, just lived in housing commission all my life, and um, you know, grew around, uh, grew up in with heaps of like indigenous mates and stuff yeah. like that. So, like that was my sense of belonging. try to like fit in there, but as I got older, I've really realised that I didn't really know where I fitted in because you know I had like a culture that i didn't know anything about mm. like I, I just i had very low self-esteem from a young age so um yeah like growing up in Carrington was it was pretty rough back in the day but yeah you know i i learned a lot from growing up now and um like yeah i stayed in Carr up until mm. i was about 18 or 19 years old always played footy was never really good at it but it, it was a good connection for me mm. now now i look back at it you know i made some really good mates out of that and lifetime mates so mm. but i always stuck by it and give it a crack and um Yeah, like went to Newey High, um, stayed around Newey for a while and then ended up getting into painting because my brother owned a company Mm. at around 20 or something like that. I never worked a day in my life up until 20. You know, I was never motivated or anything like that. So, you know, I started real late, you know, Um, because the more I look – like I try to reflect a lot now, but when I look back on it, you know, like my um, family system was really fucking damaged, you know. And um, so it it was really hard for me to – like I didn't have a father figure or anything like that, and I think I grew up with more of that, of that um, victim mentality. Yeah, and um, you know, like I didn't drop that until fucking a couple yeah. of years ago. You know, it's um, easy to blame other people yeah. than what it is to fucking try to. It isn't an an easy. Away. Um,
1: trap to fall into though, you know, when mm. you're not going to work, you're just hanging with the boys oh. every day. You know, that like you said, that's your that's your that becomes your family. That's that's who you look to. That's yeah. who you want to be with. 100%. And I know what it's like, you know, you just get a day off, like especially when I was younger. Like you just want to yeah. be with the boys all the time and yeah. whatever they're doing, you're down and do whatever. And it's just yeah, for sure. nothing better to do than yeah.
2: getting in trouble. When and I, I started working I think for my brother went up and worked on a weekend and that and you know, fucking getting up at seven o'clock, used to sleeping into eleven. And I was yeah. like, fuck fucking this, this is not what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that yeah. So but you know, it's it's all worked out in the end. So
0: Yeah. You to uh, texted me earlier last week saying that you were down Threadbo. you weren't snowboarding down
2: there, were you? No, nah, I wasn't uh, come I. On. <laughs> no, I wasn't I wouldn't know how to snowboard. <laughs> no. It's all shut. It was um yeah. lucky we just wanted to sort of, sort of get away for 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 one night and um we ended up going down there, and like, I'd never seen snow before. And it was really? fucking, it was like a movie, eh? Like, yeah. You know, like, and no one else there to enjoy it. No, no, nah, it Crazy. was fucking great. It was like we had it to ourselves. You know what I mean? And that was a f- probably the best experience I could because it wasn't busy. It wasn't anything. We we're just cruising yeah. around, and I was fucking spinning out for hours. You know. I'd was,
0: had this thought of you. Trudging up the fucking slope With your board going Nah I've come all this way You're going <laughs> <the skitties laughs> <shot. Just> <laughs> to get Just trying to get a ride man. in <laughs> I'll be
1: calling the ambulance Straight away It's, it's pretty um, popular to go on the, In the off season Everyone goes like downhill mountain On the walking. mountain biking Yeah because I only saw snow yeah. For the first time last year as well Yeah right And um, it was Because the, the season started early so there was only like a few little snow patches. All right. We're going down on our snowboards, and there's people on mountain bikes. Oh, I like Yeah, bro, it was a global out warming. Out. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> a wig out, eh? We thought we
2: got catfished because <laughs> <laughs> I fucking said, yeah, said, "Oh yeah, it's going to be snow or this," and we're driving over the mountains on the way to Threadbone, no snow in sight. And I said, "Fuck, we've been, we've been done here." Said yeah. to the missus, "And um, I hope this hotel exists." Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. right. Now we drove over the hill, but I just opened up, and I was like, "Far out, man!" That's like. Fuck. And it just spun me out, eh? And
0: off, yeah. you know. It's, yeah, i am not really in one for the snow either, but my mate Dan got married over in um, New Zealand last yeah. year and just been up in Queenstown looking at the mountains across the Lake. I can't know what the lake's called, but it's fucking incredible. Yeah. It's, like, it's like dead still, in it? And just yeah. like picturesque. And yeah, well, I think
2: they dumped 10 mil or something when we were there. And oh, right. fuck, She said, the lady said, like, you, you would never experience that this early, you know? Mm. It wasn't even mm. meant to be like that. So, no, that's man. I was blessed. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You were also um saying you were a part of a. Group that goes into the prison systems. Let's just try and just tell us a bit about that.
2: Oh, I just um I I just go and share my experience strength and hope I'm in a program that um you know and, and that's helped me through my experience. Like I can't dive too much into it, and, but um yeah. you know I I'll just share my experience, experience strength and hope because we haven't really dove into it. But like I, I was um I'm, a, I'm like in recovery for I was uh, heavily hooked on the ice when mm. fucking for about six years, and um that's sort of my my backstory now, yeah. you know, to to get where I am, where I can, I can share, you know, because fuck, it's it's mm. everyone, you know, it's everywhere, and you know, it's fucking ruined families and lives yeah, everywhere. Oh and um, yeah. the more I can share about my worldwide as well, yeah, hundred percent. And more I can share about it, and um, you know, just let people know that it's okay to speak yeah. about it if you are fucking struggling, and there is help out there, you know yeah. what I mean. So, like, I, I do all I can, one for myself to yeah. keep myself clean and sober, and um, I'm about 19 days off been two years clean and sober which no, is good like on you. congratulations And, yeah, and yeah. i think hard it's been hard also in coronavirus because mm. i can't do my normal routine around my recovery and stuff like that but um i've gained a lot of family like some friends that yeah. i can call family and stuff that's helped me through as well so like there's so much good shit happening in my life at the moment and i've got good people in my life that have got me through this period where you can't have that normal routine yeah. but um yeah like like I said, I fucking really struggled for six years through that mental health thing, suicidal thoughts, and and, yeah. and everything you know. And then it took um, for me to actually get vulnerable and fucking hit rock bottom yeah. six or seven times. And and then I ended up going to uh, a psychiatric hospital. All oh, right. Um, for four weeks, and um, it was the fucking best thing I've ever done in my life. You know, yeah. it was um,
0: finally some time to sit back yeah, and look at the exactly problem right. and try and tackle
2: like, it. I, I got I had a young daughter, and I fucked that relationship through my drugs and, and my mental health and trying to fucking think that it was all about me and my mates and going out and not coming mm. home and fucking thinking that that was okay and um you know i end up losing her and that still couldn't stop me because i was like Fuck this i'll just keep going yeah pain. yeah exactly right and um so i did that for fucking ages and it wasn't until 2017 new year's i was at home by myself pretty much and it, uh, like it was probably the lowest i've ever fucking been in my life i could still get a little bit emotional about it mm. because that was the first time i've ever like sort of glorified fucking to commit suicide and mm. i had everything there that i wanted to do and i knew how i was going to do it and um but i just didn't have the fucking balls thank god, yes, thank and, god. and um that was everything you know there was something there there was something there that just uh, i just couldn't do it but i was fucking very low you know I, I was um
0: was that the turning point
2: oh to be honest it wasn't the turning point like um uh, it scared me but not scared me enough this is how fucking powerful this drug is you yeah. know it scared me but not scared me enough to get off it and i've had mates commit suicide after that and um like that still couldn't stop me yeah. either I, I thought okay i'll just celebrate by fucking doing, doing that the, again yeah. yeah doing that again and that's fucking insanity yeah you know like insanity like complete insanity and um so that still didn't stop me and then it wasn't until later 2018 i went to my doctor maybe in the middle of the year and um he, he like i went to him and i, I was at, i was in drug psychosis because i was like i was in a cycle i was like i fucking either be on steroids to boost me fucking yeah. self-esteem and then not on drugs and then get a missus or then I'd like lose my misses because I was fucking insane, yeah. and then I'd be just on drugs, yeah. and that was repetitive for fucking yeah. ages, you know. And um, so I, it was yeah, about about halfway through uh, 2018, and um, I went to doctor in drug psychosis again. I was living in my car for a fucking week or so, and just at complete rock bottom this time, you know. Like mm. I had enough. Like, um. And I didn't th- feel I had anyone to turn to because yeah. the people I could turn to had their own struggles well I feel and um I went to my doctor and and he um that's the light bulb moment for me I went into him and I, and I and I was in drug psychosis and he said I mean um mate you've been here seeing me for four years and you've been here six times in drug psychosis and not once for the flu like when mm-hmm. are you gonna fucking wake up to mm-hmm. yourself you know what I mean like when yeah. when's something gonna give and that sort of switched me and, like, made me think, fuck, yeah. that's
0: true. Yeah, that's right. Like, the only reason I'm coming to this is because I'm doing this to myself.
2: Yeah, 100%. And, like, um, so I go, what the fuck do I do? I go, yeah. I don't feel like i got any support, but that's that victim mentality. There's support out there for everybody, you know. But um, I was like, well, I don't have anyone, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, okay, you got to do this and you got to get private health to go to – this is the best facility to get help if you really want to get help and you got to do this and you got to stay clean and that's the fucking main thing to do. And I had to wait five months up until November to get um, into rehab and I had to stay clean and I had to do everything he suggested to do. And for the first time in my life i fucking did something that someone told me to do for you for me Massive. for yourself Yeah, but, but initially it was i wanted to do it for my daughter oh of course yep. yeah i yeah. was like no nah, it's all for my daughter but now it's all for me yeah. because if i'd be the best version of myself yeah then my daughter benefits it from that 100%, you know yeah. what i mean and um yeah in november 2018 i walked in um on the 15th of november i can i can remember yeah. each date and um yeah, to a facility in uh, in Sydney, and um, I didn't know what the fuck I was walking into, but um, it changed my life forever. And um, you know, the things I got taught there, it was yeah. like it was fucking similar to coronavirus, but recovery. You know, you're in complete lockdown, but they remap my whole thinking. Like now, I come out of that program, and I've maintained to do everything that they told me to do. I know why it works if you want it to work. Yep. Cause my thinking was just fucked. My best thinking got me to rehab yeah. and the rest. Yeah. it be placed. built up. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. And they taught me fucking so much. There was just lectures. There was everything, you know, and they introduced me to the program that I'm in, in a 12 step f- fellowship. And, um, I continued that. And like I was living in the central coast, probably wasn't a good place for me. And, um, so I moved back to Nui and, um, got my old job back and, you know, everything just worked after that yep. because I've been putting in work and, um, fuck bro. Like, now I've got a healthy relationship that I've never had. A, I, I don't, I've never been myself to be in a functional relationship because yeah. I always fuck it. Yep. But, um, yeah, like I, I've got a healthy relationship. I'm nearly two years clean and Mimi misses, uh, um, yeah, having another baby. Oh, so good on you. Yeah, actually, like, bro, that's all these things, man. Like I get goosebumps talking yeah. about it, but when I look back and I'm yeah. in, in two years and this is it's how my just, life is, like, yeah, what's going to happen in eight years? 10 yeah, exactly years, yeah. right. And it's just, I know the best thing I learned is just uh, just for today, you know. Mm. i just got to get through today, be make present. sure I don't touch anything. Yeah, 100%, be in the moment, you know.
0: So when you go into these um, prison systems and talk and stuff, how are you received? Are people take it on board or it's just sort of they can see that they're looking at the window or...?
2: No, uh, I think, um, I don't know, like, it just depends. It's up to the individual, you know. Yeah. I can't speak for someone else. Like yeah. All I can do is share, share my experience and, and stuff like that and... I, it's just to be honest, when I first went in, like I said, I can't speak for myself. So when I first went in, like when someone come in and shared their story and, and how all this stuff works, it's up to you how, how I took it. And yeah. someone shared my story. Oh. So it was like he grew up in Newcastle. He played footy for who I played footy for. He did the same drugs I did. He hung around the same places I did. And then I was like, fuck. This is meant for me. Yep. Yep. How the fuck, fuck, fuck yeah. are you telling my story? And so that like so all I can do is share my story and I've had a couple of people say, you know, what like fuck, that's my story, you know, and mm-hmm. and you get that comment. So I think that gives them hope and because it, it gave me hope. And um yeah, like I said, it, it's really it depends where you are and and where you are mentally. Yeah. Like I got told so many times that I needed to get help. Like, you know, I, I, my daughter was taken off me for fucking Months at a time because I wasn't ment- mentally stable, but it didn't stop me. Yeah, like you know what I mean. So it's really up to the individual to to want to want it or to want to hear it because yeah. most of the time, if you don't really, If you're, in what, if you're forced there, I wasn't forced there. I was blessed that my doctor said to do what I did, and I wanted to. I wanted to yeah. change. Something had to change for me, or otherwise I would be dead. And um, I wanted to change, so. That, that's why I think it sunk in for more for me. But some people get forced there by, yeah. by the law, by their parents, by whatever, and sometimes it doesn't sink in. Unfortunately, but yeah, it's like I said, it's up to the individual.
1: So, yeah. just a quick question: Was it um, Fuck Jonesy? <laughs> um, so, ice has such a like, stigma around it. Like it's a, you know, it's a big thing. Kind of thing. like when you first decided i'm going to give it a go was it a snowball of just having different party drugs and then slowly progressing trying to get a better hit long like what, 100%. run me good, through what it was question. about it. And um, it, got, it got I, to that.
2: from a young age i always you know i like got like hitting the weed and stuff like that when i was young and then it wasn't until i started working around 20 and then i started hitting the party like I hit the party drugs a, a little bit when i was younger but it wasn't until yeah i, I hit the party drugs and stuff like that and then it was like, um, it was just a weekend thing, you know what I yeah. mean? It was like, oh, yeah, fuck, we'll just have it on the weekends. And, and then, you know, that's fun. And then the week you're all right. And then you do that for a fucking little while. And then it ended up, like, I was fucked on Sundays. I was like, oh, I'll have a bit on Monday just to get me through work and oh. stuff like that. And then that's the fucking, and then like you said, it's just and snowballs and snowballs. And then it was every day. And then I had no work. And then I was just fucking a full-blown fucking addict. You know what I mean, like um, and it all snowballed like real quick, but real fucking quick. You know, um, for me, my whole family has struggled with addiction. Yeah. So like it didn't. It doesn't take me long to kick off. You know. So that's why I don't. I don't drink. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Complete abstinence from everything. You know what I mean? Because I have to. (laughs) Because one's too many. A thousand's never enough. And that's just how, how how it is. And once I sort of comprehended that. Okay, that's how it's got to be. Mm. And fuck it, it's hard. There's like hot days out there, you're busting your fucking ass mm. at work and all you want to do is sit up and have a corona. But I can't because one corona leads to two, two mm. leads to three and then four and there's usually a number. Four and then I'm on the phone and then fucking yeah. it all. And I'm back mm. to square one. I've lost my daughter, I've lost my missus. I won't get to see fucking my newborn baby. Yep. I have no business and yep. where does it stop? So yeah. is it worth it? No, fuck no. Oh,
0: I've got to make... My best mate, rock, he got hooked on Oxy's and stuff. Yeah. And when he finally, it was a long recovery, like yeah. relapse back on the, yeah. way, the whole bit. And mm-hmm. he said that it felt like when he got off it, he lost a really good friend. Yeah. It felt like there was always something there for him. He, had, he always had something. And then when he got clean and sober, it was like, it's, it's gone. Yeah. It's like an old friend that he just, just, just gone. And nice. I, cou- I struggled to sort of comprehend that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it was, oh, it definitely is like that. Like I was more mentally insane when I had to wait that five months to get into rehab and I was clean, I was fucking more insane than what I was when I was on it because mm. I had to deal with everything that I did yeah, in addiction, you know what I mean? and um, But once I got to deal with all that, like my childhood trauma stuff is, is where it all stems from me. yeah. And um, I didn't know anything about that shit. Yeah. I didn't know anything about codependency until I went to rehab. yeah. And I learned about all this shit. So when I fucking stuff comes up for me now, I can name it. Okay, what yeah. is this? Is what what work do I need to do? Yeah, yeah. Where before I was like, "Fuck this! What's yeah. this emotion? I'm going to yeah. get high." Yeah. You know, like that's that'll
1: fix it. It's so. a big thing, like especially with our you know generation. Like, how old are you? I'm thirty four. Thirty four. I'm thirty. James, what? Uh, thirty one. Thirty one. Thirty
0: yeah. one. Still strong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you know, like, hopefully, you know, ever, it's becoming more aware. Like, it's more out there now. You know, the whole "it ain't weak to speak" thing, and hopefully, like these younger generations don't have to go through with this. But our generations, we. Fully had to just bite your tongue and suck it up Yeah, hundred percent that's it like if you talk to anyone if you even cry yeah if you cry when you get hurt let alone when your feelings got hurt you were just
2: hundred percent heckled like nothing else you it's, know what i mean you're the pussy from down the road it's yeah. all ego you know what i mean once you mm. drop the ego like and, and that's what it. like you said that you're fucking spot on the money um like once you drop that ego and you do speak or you know you're fucked there's so much freedom there you know what i mean and, and it, you've got the most powerful people in the world now that are speaking up about fucking having bipolar or, and especially mm. fucking sports people, you Yeah, they got like fucking, how many more of them are coming out saying, you know, they're struggling and yeah. stuff like that. It's awesome nowadays, but like you said, we didn't have that back yeah. then. And um,
0: Definitely changed over the last 10 years. They're oh, doing, like, you got any football club around here, they'll do men's health talks, they'll yeah. talk about mental health and how to diagnose yourself and how to recognise it in your mates and stuff. Like It's come heard. a long way since the last 10 and years. That's I good reckon. that
1: they're doing that because, you know, you like yourself, you think, oh, I'm just feeling like shit, yeah. I don't, you know, i don't know what to do i don't know mm. what to talk to. but if your mate can see it in yeah you, the hardest bit is for you having to approach someone and say look bro this is what i'm dealing with if someone comes up to you says, so you're right man spot like spot on and just yeah. says bro look you look like you're going through something yeah. here pour it in tell me about it
0: one of the telltale signs is when people withdraw they don't want to come to the pub they don't want to come for a fucking kick of the footy they don't want to do anything with you. that's one of the telltale signs of someone's going through something
1: and that's um that's one thing they were saying to look out for amongst your mates yeah uh, especially with this lockdown and coronavirus because yeah. yeah. people who were depressed and had all the like like you said wanted to withdraw mm. you've got, you got an excuse now because you're yeah. not really allowed to go out and do anything you know yeah, so yeah you
0: know, I, f- I feel for them people at the moment oh. struggling because you might have lost your fucking job you might not allowed to leave your house you might be a bit paranoid about this whole fucking thing and next minute your mind just starts racing and racing and fuck me
2: especially if you get caught up in the fucking media hype of it all like they oh. fucking they boost it, it. yeah, hundred oh. percent, and that just stresses you out enough, you know. But um, yeah, like like you just spoke about before, for like, oh, I have a pretty good group of mates. There's some people that I hang out with, like that I've only just met, and I've know, like feel like mm. I've known it for ages, and and they're young as well, and um, you know, like, but how much? uh how centered they are nowadays like the younger people it's fucking awesome to see you know what I mean like you know they have a good head on their shoulders because they're getting the right education about this stuff Mm. and like you said fucking back in the day there was was nothing like that because there was no social media there was no stuff like that it was just fucking if you're a man you act like a man otherwise you've been called a pussy or something like that you know what I mean and for me that's where I think I struggled because I never had a father figure so it was hard to go off the back of what i was meant to be and then i'd become a father and i was fucking still you didn't know, know how to be one No, i didn't was. know how to be one you know i didn't even know how to look after myself mm. so fucking, you know that, that that stuff is important that they get that education and stuff about yeah. there's a lot more information that, out as oh, well easy. through
0: podcasts and um, social media and stuff like that
2: for sure what do you, um
0: what do you think it is about ice particularly that takes such a hold upon people
2: <sighs> Fuck. Like, look, I don't know. For me, I think it was, um, I don't know. It's a fucking good question, actually. Because I've thought, c- I've thought
1: cause it's about it fucking everywhere. And I it's think, th- like, staying up for days, that doesn't appeal to me. Mm. Oh. But they
0: just like they do it, get onto it, yeah. they keep going.
2: Yeah. Fuck, like, it's true. Fuck, I reckon, yeah, I stay up for nearly four days or something. Oh. Just how fucking, you know, looking back on it, like, and I don't speak out like proudly about this stuff. It's yeah. like more about awareness, just how. F- of how fried you actually are you know and um but it's not it's the people that I affect too but i think it's got a hold of me is like like i said it's just that snowball where yeah. you think it's just going to be fun yep. so you're like okay we'll have it, yeah. it on the weekends with the boys we'll have it on the weekends with the boys and then it just fucking spirals out of control and next minute you're having it every day and you can't stop yeah, just doing it to get by. Just, just get a, little here, little there, a little bit here a little bit there an everyday thing it's it's like um getting up and brushing your teeth Mm. and like fuck man it, it, i don't know what's attractive about it i think mm. it's like one of them things once you for me it was like once i touched it it was game on yeah it was that addictive personality yeah. that i got that see you know, the
1: like, closest i've come to anything like that i'm similar to you like i smoke dairies and drink beers like they're going out of fashion but like i broke my neck one time i got a real addictive personality as well i broke and when i broke my neck i was at home off work by myself because my housemate had just gone to Europe at the time. I literally broke it two days after we left. So I was home alone in a neck brace. And I had a prescription for oxys, endones. Oh. And, like, it I started, I didn't I didn't need them. I wasn't in that much pain. Sometimes I was and I needed them. But then other times I wasn't in that much pain. But I would just have it. Just yeah. Because I'm at home, I can't do anything. And then I was smoking weed with it at the same time. And then I would just think, oh, I'll do this and then I'll do this and I'll do this. You know, I'll have, like, a fucking cocktail of it and think, like, Nothing. Fuck, what can I do? Like, I felt guilty for not being at work But, like, I had to literally just stay on the couch and lie there Because yeah. my neck was broken I ended up just having to fuck them off, Hey, eh? Like, I had yeah. a rolling script for them Because I just thought, fuck, this is how something like that starts Fucking off!
2: Fucking
0: yeah, I don't shit. like the feeling of that OxyContin I did my, um, maybe, two out about four weeks ago They gave me the Panadine 4 yeah. I had two of them I felt like I was going to fall If you know that feeling when you're on the edge of a building or something And you feel like you're going yeah, like to fall It felt feeling. like that, but I was just standing in my land room I was
2: like, yeah. fuck these off, I'm not having them <laughs> I think it's anything for people that do get hooked on all that stuff. It's anything to take them away from this, from themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean, or whatever you, the underlying stuff that you got going on. Like, if that takes it, it's like it takes it all away. But you know, in hindsight, doesn't take it away. It just fucking squashes it down until it's ready to come up again. Yeah, right. And that's what it was like for me. It was like every time, you know, like I said, a relationship breakdown or anything like that would would not go my way. I'd be like, fuck it. Yep. And this back, and back on please. And it's, then it wasn't I'll you know, oh, just do it on a weekend yeah, for yeah Months later And I'm still going Yeah You know what I mean on. Like it's tough like, man. Yeah it's heavy so Just to um,
0: shift gears a bit um, I saw on your Instagram You go to the gym at 4.30 every morning Have you been training yeah. Throughout
2: this stuff Nah I haven't oh, I've been uh, Actually I fucking hate running Like for, for footy I'll, I'll run Because yeah. like You know I'll, It's something I like to. Yeah <laughs> that's right Pretty <laughs> much oh, fuck, I hate running but too But just running But I haven't been, I haven't trained at the gym for ages, no. but I've been doing a bit of running in Arvos, yep. you know, any afternoon that I can. So it's been fucking good because I'm just stuck with my own thoughts, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yep. it's challenging my brain and, yep. you know, but I think I just got to drop that mentality that I don't have to run 15 Ks every day oh, as long yeah. as I do three or four mm. and, and stuff like that. Mm. So I haven't been training at the gym, you know, obviously they're all closed. So you can't really really train, but um, push ups, it, sit ups, that sort of stuff. Yeah, I, d- I do a little bit, but you know, I, I just fucking I just been trying to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like I s- said before, I was stuck in a little rut maybe three or four weeks ago. Yeah, when it was i was just fucking eating shit food and fucking not doing anything and just getting heaps lazy. Mm. But I start my day every day by going up the beach with a couple of mates and oh, yeah. having a having a coffee and a walk and yeah. just um. You know, enjoying the sunset because it fucking brings gratitude and centers me straight away in the morning. And I walk away with so much more energy than what I do if I just wake up and go to work straight away. It's just that little yeah, bit of connection. definitely. It's like when you train go. in the mornings before work. Yeah. You always get to work. I like think you get rah, ready to go.
1: I, I live, like, <laughs> just across the road from the beach up a cliff. Yeah. And, it, like, it's, it sounds wanky or whatever, but it's it's literally just good for your soul. like Wanker. Just get out there. <laughs> it is. It's good for your soul, man, just to be out there, have 100%. a coffee, like – if I have a late start at work or whatever, I'll just go for a walk. Like, yep. I'm not doing it to get fit. I'm just doing it for the sake of just being 100%. out there amongst it. You see the sunrise, have a coffee. Good in your orphans, right? your age, Say hello quick, and then it's just, a, you're already awake, you're yeah. up, you're at it. You're, it's 100%. the best way to start your day, eh? Yeah. You? yeah, when are yeah. living
0: in Newcastle, you might as well soak it up. Oh, yeah. Sunrise. Beautiful. City. Yeah, so, um, what would you do to battle the ice epidemic? What would you do? Like, where do we start? Or well, how can you see it coming to a... Yeah. Oh
2: fuck. I don't know. You see things on the news about. Oh, I'd, oh where would I start? Mm, fuck, that's a good question.
1: Or do you think the only thing that can combat it is
2: just? It's up. Like table? I said, I think it just comes back from to the individual. Yeah. Like, I think nowadays they've got, or like they've got heaps of rehabs and yeah. stuff that you know that if you if you're not working and stuff, I think. A lot of it is. Some people think that, oh, you got to have money to go to these places. Mm. Like, and I did too. Like the place where I went cost fucking thousands. But yeah. if you're on, a like, private health, which you pay something yeah, a X week, a month yeah, a month. like you can get in. But then there's there's other ones that you can get in that you know your link or whatever pays for it. So I think it's more them knowing that there is help. There is help. Yeah, you know, and and there's places to go to get help and it's just more just fucking, uh, spreading that awareness i think yeah is, of course. is key because that's all we can do like i said we can just spread awareness and i've had a couple of mates that have been struggling and um and and they've come to me because they've seen me change my life around you know yeah. what i mean and um and, and like i said i don't do it because i feel like i'm better than or anything like that it's just this is what's worked for me it might work for you but yeah. there might be a couple things that you can into your life and it just starts with talking to somebody yeah so like i don't know i, I think they've got all, all them numbers that you can call up and you know if you are struggling stuff like that so like we spoke about before i think there's a there's a lot more fucking avenues you can go down now if you're struggling it's just up to the individual if you if you if you want to get help yeah um so i, I don't think I wouldn't do anything to to try to stop it because it's out of my control. But I do encourage people just fucking speak up if you're struggling. You know what I mean. I I was down in the dumps. I was where you were. You know, I probably had fucking people fucking thinking that I was a fucking scatter and I was this, and and I was. You know what I mean. So, but all it is is owning your shit. There's a fucking better life out there. Yep. I'm living proof that there is, you know what I mean? And and that's only two years. And, like, I've got fucking no people that's been in it a lot longer than me. And they told me just to stick around. Your life gets better. And fucking mine has yep. one day at a time. T- like, fuck, it's unbelievable. You know what, bro? That's,
1: f- like,
0: mm.
1: I only just met you today. And that's a fucking wicked story. Like, just for you to be able to, you know... Defeat all those demons kind of thing yeah. and then come in here and then do what you do on the side as well And then come and like just speak about it openly and honestly like that Hats off to you bro. because yeah, that, that takes so much fucking courage and Like just inner strength really like, I can't praise you enough for that because that is that's unreal bro. I appreciate it, it on you, bro
0: So you've um started a business you got your daughter. You've got your sobriety going where do you see where do you see all this going for you mark?
2: um I know I, I learned a good an analogy when I was fucking away and it was like um, the past is depression the future is anxiety and then now is happiness mm. and fucking like you said you know I've got my daughter in my life I've got a business I've got a fucking beautiful partner I've got a baby on the way she's got two young boys yeah. that I love to be a role model for um, Fuck, life's good at the moment like, oh, yeah. I'm happy just cruising along how life is at the moment I try not to get too far ahead of myself it's easy to but yeah. you know I'm fucking healthy, I'm, I'm happy, my family's healthy and happy, I've got good people around me. So I, I wouldn't change too much right now. Yep. Um. You know, I, like I said, it be good once this coronavirus is yeah. over and fucking can do a bit more normality mm. shit. But yeah, um, and just people's
0: anxiety levels can just yeah. drop down. and just stuff. 100%. Gonna, I don't know how normal it's going to be, but just hopefully people can go back to some sure. sort of form. But it's credit to
2: you, like fucking doing stuff like this. Yep. I haven't had connection like this. Fucking due to the coronavirus the Fucking ages So yeah. as soon as you asked me to do it I was like Yeah fuck Sign me yeah. up straight away Yeah,
0: sweet mate so Thanks for coming in It's awesome oh, bro,
2: that uh-huh. was, <laughs> that was, Yeah I was into that I, Like I was <laughs> yeah, That was good uh, eh I, I felt
1: yeah. bad for even asking Like I just I wanted to I, listen And was, just uh, sit uh, here yeah, And man. just You know uh, Just open up That was crazy Like I <laughs> Alright like, right Yeah
0: all right, well, um, this podcast is brought to you by Sage Painting for all your painting needs, commercial, residential, and industrial. Like I said, just search us on the social media or on the internet and we'll come and give out free quotes and um, no, gig, no job too big, too small. So good on you, Mark. Thanks heaps for coming Jeez, in, bro. Cheers, lads. Appreciate Thanks it. For, uh, hey, Thanks a legend. A
1: lot, bro. I appreciate it.